everyone. Uh, we're back to American Dad, and thank God because this show <laughs> is amazing. It's this so show, good. Absolutely. This isn't rocks. even the strongest season, and it still kills. This is yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, this this, this show is three for three on great seasons. Technically, I would argue four for four. Well, we are on season seven. Three, so. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. Is four true. for seven. It took a while to get going, but you know, most yeah. of right. us do. But now that we're fully in the swing of things, uh, American Dad season seven is a fantastic, fantastic animated sitcom. It is so. It's like once it's found its groove. There's like early on when we talked about this, I. I mentioned how one of my big problems with the show is that it was often very clever, but at the expense of being like laugh out loud funny. But that is right. not a problem anymore because there are multiple jokes per episode that like have me dying. And I, I'm yeah. really, really, I'm really glad it got over that because it is a clever show and I wanted to like it Ooh, a lot more. Yeah. And now that it's gotten over that hump, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, this is one of my favorite adult animated series, like no context. At yeah, least. yeah. No, I, it's, I honestly, this almost has like the opposite problem, the opposite problem of Family Guy, where it's like Family Guy, especially towards later seasons is like a lot of kind of banal stuff. And then there's like one really good joke. And you're like, that kind of saves the episode. This is a lot of these episodes are kind of like, they're very solid the whole way through. And then like, there's one stinker where you kind of like stop for a second and you're like, wait, what? And then it kind of moves on to the next thing, which I think I, I would much rather have in a show than vice versa. Yeah. No, I mean, it's easier for us to watch, and it probably will make these episodes more fun because when the show is bad, um, it's just like us kind of just moaning and complaining, where when the show is good, like, <laughs> right. at least we're just kind of like going like, yeah, woo, we're just demon TV. Yeah. I mean, I I can say a lot about American Dad season seven, but I, I, I never, when watching it, was like, oh, this is a bad yeah. episode. Uh, I, I guess I got to do this yeah. now. Like, no, it's... I, I, I enjoyed e- Even the weaker episodes were comfortable. For yeah. Sure. And there were definitely weaker yeah. episodes, to be Which fair. we can um, touch on. But uh, so, so do we want to get into character stuff or? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess think? we should talk about the first major change this season. And right. uh, that is the season begins with this very, very long arc of, um, uh, what is it? Haley getting married to Jeff, who had been out of the show for a while. And uh, Haley and Jeff get married. There's a lo- there's they a long elope. sequence. Yeah. Yeah, they elope. And there's a long sequence near the beginning of the season where they're kind of gone and moved out of the house. And then they come back uh, to rescue Stan and uh, the family in a later episode. And yeah. Uh, yeah, then what is it? Jeff moves in and Jeff is now part of the family. Yeah, and so it blends like a whole new. It's I mean it because it's not like adding a baby into the family, you know, because it's he, he is a character who had previously existed and it's like he has, uh, you know, he has like a character outside of what being like cute or rambunctious or what the fuck ever. But this it's is like, kind of like if Family Guy went, fuck it, Jillian's a member. Of the yeah, family. well, yeah. It, it's but it's a good I think it's a good it's not like the cheesy choice that a lot of sitcoms make. It's a solid choice because he has a very a, a very you kind of unique energy and they don't overplay their hand with him. But it's like it gives a whole new you know, it gives everyone like a whole new dynamic to bounce off. And I think it really adds to a lot of the solid episodes this season. I would say Jeff has a good dynamic or at least an all right dynamic with every cast member except for Klaus and Steve. I don't really, I don't really think that like, which again, you know, it's fine. It's a new character. You right. got re- establishing relationships. Well, it's, he's not a new character, but you know, he's been out of yeah. the show for a while. And he never but, had like, much like, of a presence before. So it's like, but it, yeah. but I think the important thing is that like, he, he can, he's not just a Haley character or right. a Stan character. Like he does, he does fit in with the cast overall. Mm. Yeah. And, um, and to be fair, he, yeah, he doesn't work with every character. I mean, I would argue that really the only people who work with Klaus are, uh, Roger and sometimes Steve. I don't think it's, I don't think Klaus is that <laughs> actionable. Of a, bit, but... eh, I mean, name me a good Stan Klaus, uh, episode except for maybe the one where klaus gets his body back i can't uh that wasn't a great episode either yeah so but Mm. so uh Uh, the the one where where they find klaus's body yeah and and stan fucks him over horribly i guess but but yeah i i mean quibble aside i my point was just that klaus is not a super versatile character in the show which they have recognized smartly by this point but uh he is i will say klaus 
Klaus feels more changed in that, like, this feels like, like, every other cast we hit, like, the modern incarnation, like, I would say, like, one or two seasons ago. It feels like we finally hit status quo of Klaus, of, like, there's a lot of jokes about how Klaus is a weird fucking loser this season. And you know what? Yeah. That works for him. Which... that They, they megged him. Yeah. And, and they don't overplay their hand with him either, which is nice. Like, he shows up, unless he's, like, a part of the storyline, which is usually him getting revenge because someone hates him. It he it, They use him very sparingly, and that's good. But uh, what, what I was building up to was that even, like, without any of that, they, they are... What the show is so good at, and I think... Um, I, I think really is something that is like like an important element of sitcoms that people overlook is uh, how easily it is able to partition its characters between storylines. Like yeah, yes, like like this is yeah. I think this is I think the like I would say that American Dad is maybe better at partitioning its main cast in, off into groups. Yeah, better than any of the animation domination shows. Like not uh, yeah. like. Like, I would say, like, like the Smiths as a pair are more flexible than even, like, Simpsons or King of the Hill are, like, the really good stuff. Now, granted, this comes at the detriment mm. of, of a weaker sidecast, but it, I would say it's definitely worth it. Yeah, no, the, the lack of a, um, bit like, a better sidecast, I mean, it should be a bigger problem than it is, but because the main cast is so strong, it really doesn't matter that much. I mean... To be fair, the uh, Steve's Steve's friends are all really, really great, and uh, this this is a very strong season. Yeah, and yeah. his principal, um, who is like the new Lewis, rising star yeah. of this season, he is also amazing. But um, not a lot of Avery though this season. I feel like he. he well, I mean, yeah. when he shows up, he's not bad in the in the office. Yeah, parody it's just episode. you know. He, yeah. But he's not given that much screen as much screen time. I, w- I wonder if Patrick Stewart had a project going on when this season was being made. I would say Ted, but we're still like three or four years before that. So well, he wasn't he wasn't a huge part of Ted. Um, That's true. Uh, yeah, I guess he was just the beginning. And I, I don't know what what was Patrick Stewart doing in two thousand ten. Um, Maybe one of the X Men movies or something. Possible, possible. Yeah, he he's just in general like a pretty busy guy. And, yeah, like yeah. he still works really regularly. So I imagine like the fact that he's even able to be like a regular member of the show, like even in like a smaller yeah. capacity, is kind of a a testament <laughs> was, to how much he likes <laughs> this stuff. He was doing he was doing that version of Hamlet or uh, that version of Macbeth where he kind of dressed like a GI Joe. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Apparently the only credited, like, film thing specifically to 2011 that he is in is playing a side character in Nomeo and Juliet. Ooh, that rules. Uh, I imagine he also loved, he loves being in stuff like Nomeo and Juliet in the Emoji movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He just, like, he does not care. He, he, yeah, you know, he's he thinks like, it's oh, delightful. these fans, I'm just going to be in trash. I'm just going to be. And, and he always, like, he's never bad. He is. He's a solid. Circling back to American Dad, we've unfortunately reached the part where I think that all of the characters have really found like what their role is within the family and yeah. what their defining characteristics are. You know, we yeah. don't have much to iterate from beyond here. Like once again, Stan is finally like the man child that he wants to be. He's a mix between a man child and the uh, strict father. Uh, Francine is the lenient mother, but also like kind of the person. God, who's can wild we just and insane. say? Francine is so fucking good this season. She's amazing. This is an all-time Francine season. Yes. Every single every single scene she's in, every single joke that she has, she just crushes. What is it? The voice actors have voice actress is having so much fun playing her and the way that they just let her I don't know. She she's very um malleable. Like she can fit into any situation really well. Like if they need her yeah. to be kind of like kind of cautious or concerned, she can, but if they want to have her like diving headfirst into some insane shit, then that works yeah. too. I, I was almost gonna say it's cause they have like a consistent grip on her character, but I don't know that they do so much. I think Wendy Shaw is just like so fucking talented that she manages to f- make everything feel like it ties together like that they have her yeah. doing I, well, I think yeah. I, I think like a, a, a sort of difference I think there is, there is a change I noticed from season seven to season six which is I feel like and Francine's a very good example of this they were kind of doing this earlier with her but I feel like that like a lot of her one of her personality traits has kind of moved on to the cast of like the established like the show is very fond this season of taking like these characters established main like tropes and personalities and for cutaways or like the endings of episodes or one-off stuff just peeling it back and going hey these get the smiths are bad people 
Yeah. They're like, eh, yes. like even Steve this season is a piece of shit. Everyone's a piece of shit yeah. this season. No. What, I, what Steve makes... is especially a piece of shit in this season. There are, yeah. like, more than most of the people in the... I think, really, like, Haley's the only one who kind of gets out of it scot-free, and even she's... That's because like she's just not in it at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, um, what I think, what I hypothesized about the show back when I didn't like it in like the first season is that I guessed that if it were to be good, it would be able to realize its potential of having like Simpsons style writing, but with like family guy level mean spiritedness. Like you get the family guy aspects of all the characters being bad people and there being no rules and no morality. Like, you know, they could just kill people and it's fine. Um, yeah. But you have, like, the really tight, structured writing. And uh, you get them both here. And, like, once it all clicks together, it's so delightful. Especially because the show can get so fucking dark, it genuinely <laughs> throws you oh, off. Oh, God. And this season, yeah. I think more than any other, this season had, like, maybe not even, I mean, they had dark moments. But the thing that they really started leaning in this season is the gross-out humor. And there are some that, like, made me actually, like, like, yeah. you know like yeah. ralph like or they like really Rex, upped like, rogers rape quota this god time, the 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 joke where stan breaks his leg and then the dog starts biting on his shin bone i was like <laughs> gri- oh god it's so gross no <sighs> the one that legitimately threw me off is uh the one at the end of the like hillbilly episode where uh, he calls uh, oh, child yeah. protective services and like they just put the mom in jail and they're just like well these kids are never going to see each other again. And you yeah. think that Roger would have like a change of heart, but he just no. doesn't. And then they just yeah. and then they just run over a dog. Yeah, no. Th- or the or when they end the when they end the episode with Roger's Roger's alter ego taking a paralyzed Principal Lewis up to the attic to presumably assault him. And he's he's just dressed like a fucking like he's dressed like Will Ferrell and semi pro. It's just like this. Oh, yeah, God. no. This is this is this is a really good job at just being like, it's such a good show. This is what, like, I feel like this kind of writing is a lot of what Cleveland show tried to go for, but it just failed. And here it mm. works because these are good characters yeah. that you like and are in- engaging. Right. Um, no, it's, no. I, I would say, honestly, the only thing that is maybe grates me a little bit is that i think and i i don't think it's like awful or anything i do think they have like they are a little bit too invested in roger sometimes like 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 you know what i mean like uh yeah a little roger goes a long way i think yeah like roger roger's a great character he's a ton of fun but like he he reminds me so much of like a certain type of bad person you encounter a lot in real life that like if you see too much of him like he's funny but you're just like i don't like being around this guy. He is, he's the worst person on the show by far. And it's just like, and at some point yeah. you're just like, I need to stop. It's like watching too much Always Sunny. Like you just, you just start to feel like sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roger is, uh, I know you guys aren't super into Aqua Team, but Ro- like Roger just feels like what if Master Shake was allowed to be successful? Like right. just like this whiny screaming child who somehow manages to get one over on literally everyone in the world all yeah. the time, which is great. Uh, yeah, and it's it, that's the kind of thing where it's like, like yeah, you have that has to be used sparingly because it's like oh he's like an awful person and it's like he's funny like he gets good lines uh, and I'm never like disappointed but it's it's one of those things where it's like yeah he's an awful person who also you never get the catharsis of seeing fail. It's like you get. Well, occasionally, but not not super often. Especially, like, at this point in the show, it's not as often as you might expect. Yeah, they they don't know quite how to balance Roger yet. You know, they've gotten a lot of the the, the good stuff, but they, they, they need to know when to pull back. Uh, mm. Much much yeah. like Roger, they don't pull out. Uh, but, don't sh- <laughs> but I mean, and again, if the if the complaint we have is there's too much of a good thing in this, like, that's not the worst complaint you can have. Um, no, absolutely not. No, yeah. I, I honestly think that this might be, like, my favorite season of American Dad. Uh, it, so far, it... Uh, it doesn't have like the truly absurd highs of Stelio Cantos or Rapture's right. Delight, but but it it is very well rounded. It I is can definitely so well rounded, and like there's maybe yeah. like only one or two kind of weak episodes, and like it just hits so many out of the park this season. Like I've been having fun watching stuff for the series, like I haven't in a very very long yeah. time. It's very. 
And there are so many, like, little jokes even that, like, just stick with me because they're so fucking well-written. And, like, unlike some of the ones we enjoyed earlier, like, really laugh-out-loud funny. Um, like, mm. like it's just... Yeah, no. They, they I, finally managed to, like, balance the clever with the actual laughs. And I'm so glad because this is yeah. one of the better seasons that we've seen of this thing. Well, the reason... The way they do that is that they're clever, but the way they structure the jokes, like, it's less about, like, wordplay or, like, punchlines, but it's right. usually these flights of fancy like they just kind of let i don't know they'll just like interrupt the plot for a character to just do some insane shit or like just some bizarre almost cutaway but not quite like there's the scene where they're like the birdhouse like just burns down and there's all this right it's just terrifying i love yeah. i love the ending of the birdhouse episode yeah Roger just fucking yeah. It yeah. just ends with him, like, completely overdosing on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> freaking the fuck out on the floor and, like, yeah. dying. Well, yeah. no. there, There's just so many, like, they found ways to weave in some of the best parts of Family Guy's sense of humor, like the cutaways and the really long gags. But they did it in a way that's structurally coherent so you don't notice it. Like, they, they, like, again, there's that scene where uh, Francine and Stan are trying to scare each other. And those scenes are <laughs> agonizingly long, but you don't notice yeah. because it's so funny the whole way through. And it works for what's going on. <laughs> no, there are, there's, God, I, I don't know, honestly. And it feels bad because, like, a lot of, like, so much of this episode is just, just saying, like, this season rules. But really, like, unless we are going to go through every episode this season and, like, pick out, like, the best parts from it. There's not, it doesn't feel like there's too, too much to dive into. Um, yeah, it's it's just, it's it's a, it's another tightening of, of the layer of season. I guess the, the thing I've said a bunch of, with American Ad is I, I'm really enjoying it, but every time I start a new season, I have to hold my breath because it's like, is this when the, the, the quality drop right. comes? Is this when the show starts getting less good? Like, I, I, yeah. I, I need to, because again, I, I, like, Family Guy, I knew, like, around like i think i i was a little more scared i was like by season like eight or whatever it gets bad i was i was off by like four or five seasons but like i had a rough estimate whereas with this it's like i have no idea when like i'm assuming by like at the latest my guess is like 11 TBS or 12 seasons. yeah mm. it, but yeah that's yeah but no it's i mean yeah i it is not this season let's say i yeah. i also do feel like a shame because like as great as this is it sucks that this show, like, it is it is very much in Family Guy's shadow. And it feels right. like a lot of people, like, like they know American Dad. But it's like, oh, this is the other Seth show that's that's also not Cleveland show. It's like, yeah, it's good, but it's just like Family Guy too. When it's like... Mm. No, it's its own thing. Yeah. has more in common, less in common with Family Guy than multiple shows we have watched where Seth MacFarlane has had nothing to do with it. Mm. That's well, I mean, incredible. He doesn't have nothing to do with it. He No, I'm talking about like shows that like other like like I feel like Brickleberry feels oh, more like oh, a family okay. guy ripoff. Like that's yeah. what I'm Yeah, about. sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no. I, I, I really hate how this is like kind of put under the the McFarlane banner because um it, I don't know, it, it really does feel like its own beast and if it hadn't come well for starters if the first couple seasons hadn't been like about the bush parody stuff because i did not know right. going in that the show eventually got rid of that but uh i also think that if this mf still thinks george bush is president i guess but um <laughs> the other uh well god damn it andy you fucking threw me off uh, <laughs> no the <laughs> I think that had this not followed off of Family Guy, since, again, if you look at, like, early reviews of the show, um, they, they mentioned how a lot of them were negative because it's like, oh, it's too much like Family Guy. It's just another right. Family Guy ripoff. But, like, jump a few seasons later, it's like this is barely even related to Family Guy. Like, you can not you can hardly even tell that Seth MacFarlane is involved since the two voices he does are, like, not that similar to what he usually does. Yeah, on. And, yeah, and, yeah. and I'm pretty sure Seth started production on American Dad before he knew Family Guy was coming back. So there could be a timeline where this Family is the Guy only is a three-season yeah. thing and then, like... This is the show now. Although, and like, God, I I also do think that yeah, if Family Guy is not there to, I mean, 
maybe not even yeah. post this thing, but like even to just keep animation domination. Sponge up some of uh, yeah. Seth and the writer's worst yeah. impulse. I, I, but I not even that. I mean, even just from like a like an audience retention angle, I don't know if this thing would have lasted as long as it did had Family Guy not also existed. Yeah, but, that yeah. that is that is, yeah. well, it is that is the. Well, also it's like it sets attention been directed more towards this show rather than other things i think it might not have gotten good no <laughs> it would have just stayed <laughs> like the republicans yeah. so yeah no it's kind of a miracle that he like came up with this show then handed it off to two people who knew what they were doing and just stayed to do the stuff he's good at like voices right yeah like which I, he's like, very good at he does a great job yeah, with his, roger and stan he's great he is way too convincing at playing a gay guy like come on <laughs> man what <laughs> what do you get what are you trying to tell us and uh, he's finally like with with Stan. He's really found like the, a good voice for Stan in the early seasons. I feel like he was doing more of like his epic, it was like classic a, Seth MacFarlane voice. It was like a put but, on kind of in the beginning. Yeah. And now it feels but, more like natural. Yeah. Yeah, he's really fallen into the role. And uh, no, the the whole cast across the board is just great. And even like Rachel McFarlane is, you know, she's usually good. But she's she's great here. Well, she's usually fine, but she she's solid yeah. here. I, yeah. I am not I'm not the biggest fan of Rachel McFarlane's voice acting, but she she does a serviceable job as Haley for sure. And even you know what I will say when she turns up for uh, like background roles in this season, she's pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So. Uh, do we oh have my anything? god. Andy, Andy, Andy records this when he puts his yeah. desk and his computer at the top of a flight of stairs and he loves to put oil all over it in his <laughs> wheeling chair and he just like, it's like, uh, sorry, I gotta go, uh, I gotta go shut up my dogs and then just falls down a flight Andy of stairs. Loves drop, Andy loves dropping his computer into the wildebeest stampede from Lion King. I was typing King. on my fucking keyboard. Really? I thought what, you were jumping your on your keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was chapping like, oh my God. Uh, I thought you were running on your keyboard, man. You've got like the yeah. you've got the computer version of the keyboard from Big, and you got to fucking like run across. It I mean, it, it, it sounds like you're using your keyboard like a fucking speed bag. <laughs> I, oh man, I... <laughs> listen, man. I'm sorry. This is the one time I'm gonna I'm leave in sorry. the typing noises. Yeah, <laughs> I have nothing to apologize for. I'm just I'm I'm. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, okay. for sure, man. Yeah, all right. Hey, I mean, listen, honestly, it's just impressive that you found a keyboard that could go for five rounds with Muhammad Ali. Like, <laughs> Okay. No, we're going back. Do we have anything else to talk about in this pretty awesome season? Uh, I, I, uh, that's one of the problems is that it's too fucking to good. It's too fucking good. Yeah, we just yeah. turned into Demon TV. Yeah. Um, the, I, I will say, if I had to pick out a weakness besides the one I think I brought up earlier, is that they, they, try their hand at bringing in side characters this season and by and large they don't super work like really the only ones who work like vince chung and honestly i like um i like the the indian like skipped a couple grades student um yeah. that they bring back yeah. a couple times but like a lot a lot of the side characters who are not like mainstays uh by this point are not the strongest thing in this show yeah oh yeah i do I, want to compliment though they did actually do like long form storytelling with like uh yeah i mentioned it earlier with uh with um Haley and jeff and it actually they actually do stick to it they do kind of yeah. like disappear for a bit then they come back and yeah look forward to that because over the next couple seasons Oh boy, are they going to do a lot of long form stories? <laughs> yes. With Jeff? Oh god, I can't wait yeah. for the fucking for the. I'm no spoilers, but yeah, they they do something yeah. with Jeff in a couple of seasons that is honestly really really insane. That they t like took that shot in this you know yeah. secondary Family Guy subsidiary. Um, well, I guess I guess it's worth asking. Like you know they they since one of the like good things about the show is because it doesn't have as many like eyes watching it uh, from like up top. They're kind of allowed to do a lot more. They're kind of allowed to just mess right. around, drop characters in and out. You know, uh, the show already has like the sci-fi thing going on, but like now it really, really pushes the sci-fi stuff. Like they'll just have talking mailboxes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I think that I said like, oh, it's a shame that the show doesn't get enough credit because people think it's just like Family Guy. But honestly, the fact that it didn't get that much credit probably means that there was less yeah. pressure on it. And that probably, probably gave it some it freedom for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess one, one more thing, you know, before we go into the episodes. 
Uh, since we've already li- we usually line up the specific episodes we want to talk about, uh, is good. No, no, no super details. Do you have a? Do you guys have like a weakest episode of the season? Um, I think uh, Andy maybe... Dick one. I, Andy Dick one. I wasn't a huge fan. Of. Yeah, I don't. That that's uh, up I, there. Not because not because I felt called out by by the way he was drawn. But uh, <laughs> wow! Oh, we found Sp- another Spencer. Okay, you, no, yeah. well, you know what? I'm not even gonna say that because I I don't want to. Li- I I would never compare one of my friends to Andy Dick. Like that is yeah. a line you but don't. They, cross. they drew him. They drew him as like like an impish gay guy with blonde hair, and I was just like, and like the same yeah. square glasses, and I'm like, oh, I'm not. I'm gonna hear a lot about this on the episode. And, and yeah, well, and, and we- uh, you just like Andy Dick uh, have an, uh, a crippling addiction to uh, prescription pills. Yeah, I don't we- actually. That's one of the things I'm not addicted to. That's you have the a, joke. Uh, you have an addiction. You have a crippling addiction to, to fucking. Yeah. Dick, um, am I right? Uh, no. Well, I should. I should also. We should, to, should uh, point out that it's not beer. the actual Andy Dick. It's Nick Kroll doing an Andy Dick impression. But honestly, he he is obnoxious enough in that role that it kind of cancels out. Because yeah. I mean, I, I had to look up like whether or not that was the real Andy Dick, and honestly, it was annoying. Even like in retrospect, knowing it was not the actual guy. No, I honestly think that uh, if I had to think of more episodes that were kind of weak... Can I just say one more thing about Andy Dick? Go ahead. Like, that guy is, like, threatening people about releasing, like, the Epstein stuff, right? Like, because there's no other way, there's no other reason they would keep him around other than, like, he has dirt on every fucking person in Hollywood. Uh, I mean, does he still have a career? I mean, not really, but I don't think he's, like... (laughs) I guess he's not around as much, but even there was, like, that time there where it's, like, I'm sure he, like, knew, you know, like... Who, oh, yeah. that That's fair. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure he was, like, he took a photocopy of, like, the flight logs every time he was on that plane or something. Like... There, there is... There, it is very weird that the piece of shit that is... That you can point a direct to, link to to the death of Phil Hartman is allowed to fucking... Yeah. Leave. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, God, just that he... should have gotten him kicked out of ev- fucking everywhere in Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, no. The fact the fact that Phil Hartman had to die is why we have COVID. Why we have COVID <laughs> and why we got Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a shame, and I I, I am like one hundred percent convinced that Andy Dick knows where the bodies are buried, Spencer, and that's why I'm gonna people say the did most not. Locked up thing yeah. anyone has ever has ever said uh, uh, on this show. Go ahead. It might be a good thing that fucking Phil Hartman died when he did, so we didn't we have to hear him in Bad Simpson seasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, wait. Here's my here's my <laughs> controversial take. Uh, it's good that Phil Hartman died because it gave us Gil. Oh God! Ugh. Uh, I, okay, I like Gil more than Spencer. I think Ugh. Gil is an acceptable replacement. No, no, he isn't. He is not. He well, is okay. not, dude. No, that's not right. you. You replace. That's not replacing Cary Grant with Ryan Reynolds. What the fuck, man? Okay, let me. Not really. Like, like he's I loved, obviously. I love listening C-tier. to Spencer open his mind palace in that last sentence. Okay, he's like a C, a C tier. But like. There are scenes where I I don't think Gil is a bad character in his own right. Maybe not a good yeah, replacement. Yeah, he's but. he's like a great character. Like, what if a guy sucked? That's a really <laughs> funny character. Hey, that worked for Kirk Van Houten. It works for this podcast. Yeah. All right. I think that's our cue to go to the second part. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll be, right. We'll be back real quick. We're back. Um, now, we normally save this for really bad and nondescript seasons, but because we couldn't make up our minds on which episodes yeah. we wanted to talk about, we're just doing a lightning round of all 19 episodes, and we're just going to go through them really quick and rave about if they're merely good or the best thing we've ever seen. So there's that. All right, so we'll begin. Episode 1, 100 AD. Uh, uh, the the gimmick with we're going to kill 100 people, it's funny. Uh, I, I It feels like... 
kind of cheaper than I think they meant it to come off as. But other otherwise, it's a solid episode, and is uh, it, the whole. Well, there's the whole, Is like, it, chase angle that I think works yeah, for it. I, no. yeah. There's a lot of good Lewis in this episode. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I, I do yeah. want to ask, though, I guess... I feel like, actually, you know what? I feel like Haley and Jeff getting married is is a good enough thing for the 100th episode, even though it's... Yeah, I, I think that's a solid... Like, I, I can't think of a an equivalent, like, landmark change that they... Or, a, like, like, a landmark event that they could have replaced it with. Yeah, even though yeah. it was uh, the, the 100th episode in production, but it, it wasn't the, the 100th episode. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right, uh, Son of Stan. This, this one, one I thought I thought was good, but one of the weaker ones. Really, I I really enjoy when this se- or when this series goes with like the kind of like the hard sci-fi stuff. Like they no, do flights of fancy as well, but there are times where it's like they just take a theme and kind of like plop it into the actual world as, as it exists. And I thought this was a really fun example of that. I like Steve Arino. I think that yeah. that plot is fun. I like, but I have a few problems. One. The bike stuff I don't think connects super well. Like it's good. No. Yes. But it's it doesn't like tie in the episode. Two. This episode kind of condones bad parenting just a little bit. Just uh, just a teeny bit. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I made my piece I, with that though. Yeah, I, I, I made my I did piece too. With I just bad figured parenting it, stuff. You know, it's it's why it's a good episode, but one of the weaker of the seasons. How do you feel about will... the Roger thing? Uh, uh, funny. I think it's funny. It's I, funny. I, it's it's yeah. a little too close to home, though, because I thought yeah. to myself, I thought, like, you know, I'd be fine with that. And then I really, like, as the episode gone off, like, I would fold, like, a lawn chair in, like, an hour <laughs> yeah. if it was doing that to me. <laughs> it's so painful. Well, hear, and just, then, but it's it's meant to, like, the whole joke is just how fucking obnoxious it is. That's, which yeah. I get, whatever, that is at odds with my Andy Dick thing, but, yeah. It's also yeah. one of the most petty thing, like... Like, in terms of, like, side stuff, like, yeah, to characters, but I feel like it's one of the most petty things Roger has been to the main cast of, hey, I want your 50 grand because I want it. Yeah. Fucking Roger. I mean, and I will say that the strength of this show is that I think it takes its premises less serious, or maybe not its premises, but I I think, like, on the whole, it doesn't take itself as seriously as, like, Family Guy can with, like, you know, the actual, like, emotional shit sometimes. Um, And I think that allows them to kind of get away with, and also it's just funnier on the whole, but I think that allows them to get away with, like, some of the more fucking, like, reactionary or... Or, or, or you know, uncool uh, underlying assumptions of its you know episodes, yeah. just because like it kind of breezes past them and it kind of accepts it. Like it, it is less willing to hang our investment in the show on them. Yeah, yeah. I guess we should do move on. Best little whorehouse in Langley Falls. First off, full day or a Halloween episode, in November. Uh, <laughs> right. It seems no, like something where it's like it seems like a timing error or something. I yeah. like the well. I'm pretty sure they they were they were doing like a horror movie thing because like for the for the holidays, five got moved off or maybe football games. I don't know. Yeah, um, sure. I, I'm gonna make a, a hot take. the The Stan and Francine stuff isn't bad. I like the 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 Steve and Akiko stuff this episode more. Like Toshi yeah, no, being it's, a it's, psycho it's murderer is great. Yeah, Toshi, Toshi. <laughs> like just hunting them down with a katana is great. And the way the two plots come together at the end is fantastic. Like just yeah. Toshi, like the way the uh, Stan and Francine stuff isn't like that amazing. Although I do like, I do like the joke where everyone's like impressed by their haunted house when they're actually being attacked by <laughs> yeah. serial killers. But the way it comes together at the end is just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I, it's, and I, I will say, I think this is the first time where, like, Akiko makes her appearance as, like, not just a kid. And I, I do like the idea of, like, Steve having a long-term crush. Like, we, we like yeah. that with Debbie, but and I think they, Akiko is kind of who they lot, lean I on I really like Akiko. On, I've, I've always felt yeah. this show has underused her. I also, again, sure. it's great that Toshi is the only person in his family who only speaks Japanese. Yeah. God, I mean, really, we I know that Spencer complained about it in earlier seasons, but the Toshi joke just never stops being fucking funny that his whole family it speaks better English. It's a grower. Yeah, it's a grower. I think it's because in the early seasons, it was just like everything he said would just be like a die vile American. And right. People just sure. Like, right. But like now he like says stuff that's actually really funny. And it makes <laughs> and, and also don't understand him. Yeah. And also, I think the joke is like. 
I mean, yeah, he has funnier dialogue. And also, I do, do think it takes a while for, like, the joke to hit where it's, like, every... Like, the joke comes from people misinterpreting him and not the stuff he says, where it's, like... Yeah. Like, where it's, like, like they just automatically better. assume that Toshi's saying whatever they think he's going to say. Toshi got better when uh, Snot and Barry also got better yeah. to play off him. Mm. Uh, Stan's Food Restaurant? Not terrible. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's I fine. I like the ending. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the stuff with uh, stories about uh, Steve not being able to get laid are always so funny, especially just this one where he just is putting up with increasing mental illness until the doll just fucking kills herself. I I oh, will God. say this did feel kind of like a retread of the jewel episode with like where he has to get Roger to go on a double date with the the girl and and her ugly friend which is like this kind of feels like a, a rehash of that in ways that it kind of turned me off a bit but like it, it they they take it in an interesting direction for sure yeah yeah I, I, mainly the ending I, I really like Roger's fucking like ruining Stan's yeah. dream for the status quo. yeah just burn. <laughs> Yeah. 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 God, I also love how disgusting the food at his food restaurant is. I just <laughs> It's literally just like it's food you'd make when you're high. You just it's just like he you know, he put two fists into the fridge and just threw together whatever he grabbed. <laughs> yeah. No, and yeah. that's why it's great. Uh white rice. Um one of uh, my, God, I, one of the better episodes of the season in my opinion. I really like how um what is it? I really like how far this episode goes like just the yeah like the whole revelation that he was uh brainwashing her that should be like the thing at like the like the end of the second act but it's yeah. the end of the first act and then they just keep going and they just go yeah, farther they keep and farther building and, farther. and yeah yeah until awesome. like she leaves for a bit and like like actually starts building a career and how like it's yeah it and it's this episode is great especially because it's centered on a francine performance which wendy shaw can do no wrong in the show she is the I think probably it is safe to say the MVP of the show at the time being. Um, yeah. How do you feel about about the B plot with Klaus? It's it's uh, it's Funny. like a it's like it's a fucking fine. communion wafer. It I mean it goes through you. It doesn't really taste like anything. It's just kind of there. It's not awful, but it's yeah. It's nothing really. I'm talking more about the A plot. Which yeah. is why I like it. But I mean, really anything where and there's an episode coming up later where I also enjoy it. But any anything where like Francine gets to explore the world outside of being a house or a homemaker is I think they always kind of hit it out of the park with those. Just because right. Wendy Shaw is such a fucking electric performer. There yeah. will be bad yeah. blood is somehow is without <laughs> question the least bad portrayal of Native Americans in a yeah. Seth MacFarlane show we've ever seen. Yeah. And and it still has a Native guy just straight up doing the hi, 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 like shit. So it's like, yeah. it's not scot-free. So basically, fucking uh, uh, Stan's it's like grandpa. Saying, it's like saying which Al Jolson performance is the least problematic. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, this one, this one's fun. I, I just, all of these episodes like have one great moment that justifies whatever, like whatever parts they stumble over. And this one, I think is the reveal that they live in this gigantic fucking mansion and just the way it builds so perfectly off the previous eight minutes where Stan is just flaunting his like middle-class wealth to this, to this family. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have, we have like a, we have this gigantic have a, mansion. In we live in Xanadu. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 And then, and yeah, no, I also really like the stuff with Roger and the wolf. I think that's like a really, yeah, that's one of the yeah. great flights of fancy in the show where they just interrupt something. Well, because it's great because it's like it is like they're not just making it up like they it's a whole it, it is a callback from like what season four, I think, uh, where it's like like he, there was legitimately a storyline where he had a wolf and then it's just it's the entire thing's a bane switch. It's fucking it's clever and it's funny. Like yeah. it, that's what we were talking about in the and this is also uh, yeah. this is also the last episode without uh, Jeff and the main cast because the the mm. right Jeff and Francine are away for a little or not Francine Jeff and uh, Haley are away Haley. for a while for like literally like mm. the first what fourth of the season yeah like it's kind of impressive how long they like keep that load I, yeah um, and, and and they're back mm. yeah uh, oh. Uh, People versus Martin Sugar. This is the one uh, where Roger ending. gets away with everything. This yeah. is the one where it's just like, no, he always wins. And yeah. it's, it's 
I think um, after the whole uh, prison bus crash sequence, which is very fucking funny, where he crashes the bus and then he's laughing so hard at his joke that he crashes the police car into the bus. Uh, I think after that, it kind of loses steam, but like all that leading up to that, just because like of how... Stan yeah. trying so hard, like, I am not going to let you fucking win, Roger. You were going well, because, to teach- like, Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny also because, like, Roger is almost, like, like innocent. In, not like, like, obviously he did all the bad shit, but it's like, he's he's just, like, kind of guileless in this whole episode, which is very, a very funny take, which is like, oh, you know, you were literally, like, profiting off slave labor. Like, it's a good... T- and honestly, the Jeff subplot where he's just jacking off everywhere is funny, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it does fall off a bit, but, like, the first, like, two-thirds of it are... They kick ass. Episode 8, For Whom the Sleigh Bell Tolls. Absolute banger. Just a fucking... Cool. Just a I classic. didn't like it as much as the past two Christmas episodes, but yeah. it was definitely a solid one. Um... I will say if I had to pick a weakness, it's I mean, honestly, it's not the the whole Santa fight thing is like it's a cool concept. I don't think they have the animation chops to make it look as good as they wanted it to. And, yeah, and also it looks pretty cool. It it looked fine. But I, I think that it, it was like the animation was stiff enough and they were not really solid enough at hiding it that it, it kind of like the the seams of it showed and also i think the first part of the episode was kind of, like up until they started getting the letters i thought the episode was kind of weightless uh but it, it was it's definitely like solid and as far as the christmas episodes go like it's a good one they they never really fuck up the yeah christmas no es- especially not it is you know yeah american dad christmas is just yeah. as good if not better than trias of horror you know it's, it's right I know I which I'd rather watch at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we still haven't gotten to a lot of the, like, yeah, obviously Rapture's Dry, but there's still a lot of really good ones come up. Like, I think one of my favorite ones is the the Krampus one. That one's great. Oh, that one's solid, yeah. Uh, Let's see. Fart Break Hotel. Uh, let's Honestly, see. I li- pretty cool. I, I like the whole conceit of the time travel. It's... Yeah, yeah. I like the time travel. I like I the like, concierge. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Again, it's it's letting Francine off of uh off of the pasture and yeah. that's always great. And I love just uh God, I love how just she fully leans into this world. <laughs> I like how the little reveal they also have where like that looks like they're gonna tease at the real person coming back and they, she just immediately gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Or uh the whole thing where it's like <laughs> And honestly, one of the darker jokes in the thing, but I thought was very good, uh, was when, like, it, it's, like, doing the whole beats of, like, you know, oh, she's stumbling, and then she finds her way, like, you know, she's she's having the speech that she didn't prepare for, and she's, like, uh, uh, and she looks in the front, and there's, like, a, you know, there's, like, an Asian guy, like, like, looking at her encouragingly, like, yeah, and she just immediately, like, the first thing that comes to mind is just, like, we need to fucking get the end this trade war with China, we can't trust the Chinamen, we can't. I also really like the stalker joke. Yeah, the, at the yellow end. peril is coming back. Yeah, the, the stalker joke at the end. That the like the is really like it's yeah. just a good episode. It's a good Francine yeah. episode. I I will say yeah. again, the nitpick is that I I think honestly I I don't think that the whole child molester artist angle. I I think it is a bit too weightless to kind of either like they. It seems like they had to choose between being funny or like being. kind of like tactful about it and they didn't really take either um Mm. yeah which is it was just kind of to ignore the issue entirely yeah uh let's do um stanny boy and fantastic i fucking loved it's great my favorite one one yeah is where fucking my favorite joke of the episode is where steve runs in and tries to grab has to grab a 20 out of francine's purse yeah (laughs) she just kicks the shit out of him it's so good I I, I love, um, I don't know, I just love the way that the young couple is just perfectly insufferable. Like, they're just doing, like, free running. The whole free running sequence is fucking to die for, especially the way that Steve Steve just immediately just let, or Stan breaks, like, every fucking bone in his body. (laughs) The staircase. Yeah. Yeah, or the... Yeah, it's the the whole. Honestly, there's one line that is really sticking out to me, which is when they they like they replaced her spermicide with with let, let, like fluffernutter or whatever, and and they're at the restaurant. They're like fighting over the birth control, and she's like, I don't know. Maybe it went bad. That's why there were. Maybe that's why there there were so many ants. 
<laughs> it's like, oh no, you put that up in your stuff. <laughs> you have ants up in your shit. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just so good. It predicted like it predicted just like annoying Funko Pop people all the way back in 2011. Just this type of insufferable <laughs> yeah. young person shithead who's like all about like, yeah, I love going to a juice bar. Yeah. You, you know, this guy was really into The Walking Dead. Yes. Really, really yeah. into The Walking And the Black Keys. He loves the oh, Black God. Keys. Oh, <laughs> God. That's a great poll. Right. Um, <laughs> a pinata named Desire. I like this one. I, I, I think I like it more like in my memory than in retrospect yeah. but i i i do like there the are whole some really good like, jokes it though yeah i i i really love the uh when when roger recommends stan an acting coach and it's and it's just yeah. and, oh that's a great line where he's like where he's like you know roger's like you know you can visit my acting coach i was trained by the best and like stan like takes the card and like hesitates for a second he's like it's you, right? Like, I'm going to go there and it's going to be you. <laughs> like, like, like this is obviously you. And he's like, it's a strong possibility. <laughs> yeah, and the, the built-up sexual tension angle, I, I love it when they just go full circle with that. Like where Yeah, Haley they just, just straight up end. end up fucking. Like, that's a good recurring thing they have on the show, just recurring sexual tension between the two of them. Like, they have an episode in season four where they just fuck. <laughs> How do you feel about... Um... About the uh, the Steve B plot with the the sleepover, I thought it was, uh, was kind of weak. It, I love the was, ending again. It was kind of weak, except for yeah, when they're just like it was maybe just a black guy who overheard us talking in the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, but overall, yeah, one good joke does not make a whole subplot. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, it can. Like well, it. it can, but I, I do like the the, the fight at the yeah. pizza place, though. I like I liked it, but I think it just hit close to home because like I. You know, I had a really close group of friends in high school, and we haven't been able to see each other as much since uh, since college. I mean, since, who, and, who, and the end times. Who didn't? Yeah, yeah come on. Who didn't have yeah. a close group of friends in high school that fell apart because of some stupid, like, petty interpersonal drama? That's like... Well, this wasn't even a petty interpersonal drama. It's just, it like, was. we live in different states now. Well, no, no I mean, oh, for, me, okay. for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. You debt your life. Uh, the Andy Dick episode, we yeah. already touched eh. on that. Yeah, not, it's not that great. The, morning the whole premise is kind of weak too. Yeah. The morning announcement stuff kind of like blows the joke way too fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, because sure. it just keeps being this. I do like the the Lewis one at the end though. I think they do yeah. kind of bring it back around. Yeah. But, um, they they yeah, no, weak really, episode. The, really the only escalation that they get in that uh, entire plot is when Barry just like gets the role and then immediately changes it. It's like that's you're kind of remixing the joke, but it's too little, too late. Yeah, you know? yeah. I also yeah. yeah I, I want to say that when I was watching that episode, by the time they were like, Steve was like, "Gosh, I guess I became an egomaniac." I like it was like, "Oh, I guess the episode's ending," and I paused and it was yeah. eight minutes. In, it's half like, min- yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. No, it it feels like a sketch where it's like they realized they didn't have enough material, so they just kind of like. Put, put in a bunch of filler that was the same joke again. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, now that said, I am the walrus. Easily one Pretty of my funny. this season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Lewis is on a roll here. Everything. Just... This is. This might <laughs> yeah. be one of the like every scene with Stan and Steve talking to each other. This episode is fucking perfect. Like yeah, I don't the know. Way... Which... The way he mimics the walrus behavior every the, time that got the me. way he fucking the way he, he baits his son. They do that ooh, piece of candy, but with comic, comic books. Book. Yeah, ooh, comic book. Honestly, the talk afterwards. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, was, we were not. We wrestling. were not hugging. She did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, honestly, we were having sex. I was the whole, Honestly, I I was caught by the moment that like it looks like Steve's gonna be like, oh dad, you don't have to worry about me. But he's like, oh dad, you're absolutely goddamn right. I'm coming after you. <laughs> yes. and just this like, yeah. Oh man, such a good. No, it, this one's the. I will say the B plot is it's funny. I think it does not have as much as like some of the great B plots in yeah, this season. It, it, but it's, it's I mean, not. Lewis is fun in it, but it's not. It's not super substantial. It doesn't the A plot. Just, although again, it, yeah. it, it, the Roger joke at the end. Yeah, it's really strong. No, it's great. It's great. The the A plot's great the whole way through, though. Yeah, 
Uh, school lies. Good. I love the asbestos joke. The asbestos I, I, joke. I, I really like the, the the drug dealers. I like the. I think they're like yeah. fun little like side villains. I like the mm. the co- Yo, who made the coffee? It's a very nice like like sort of just casual dry humor from this show. Mm. Uh, right. Stanch fucking crashes his car into him. Yeah, I, I will say I think this is one where they kind of play the sentimentality angle a bit too hard at the end. Mm. Like, like it, it's one of the only ones in the season where it's like it actually seems like it's trying to have like a traditional moral, which I think is not the best use of its time. But yeah, I mean, the drug stuff is fine. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. This one was a weaker one to me. I The stinger at the end with the mind pod and the Stephen Hawking kid was a very out of nowhere, like a, a very out of left field joke that I enjoyed. I, I do like that like Steve but, gets yeah. joined, like, like introduced into like a fucking uh, Latina lesbian gang. For right. No- mm. Like that's really good. Uh, how about License to Till? Um, oh, I right. wanted to say one more thing about School Lies. Uh, Burt Reynolds, he doesn't get much to do in it, really. No. no. Yeah. I do like the, the, the He plays the whole thing like, straight. Yeah. The rich and powerful just don't give a shit about their kids. I, I right. like that sort of aspect. It's, it's, but it's, yeah, it's, it's not really. Strange. No, you're, you're right. Yeah. This was the best, uh, episode of the season because it had good politics. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> License well, to Till. what you can get, uh. Yeah. Right. Again, this was one. It had its moments for sure. I think honestly, the biggest laugh I got was when, uh, like, like he was like, uh, the the you know, Snot's uncle was like, oh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a fucking mitz, you know, we're gonna have a mitzvah pulling these cabbages up, and Toshi just like, we get it, you're a Jewish farmer, that's your shtick, because <laughs> it was the, like on his second line. <laughs> yeah. The the B yeah. plot. The B plot is so much better though. The stuff with the two of them pranking each other is Yeah. Oh my god, I love that so much. Just that extended sequence with Stan just sneaking around and then <laughs> yeah. just, just it looks like he's safe and then she gets him in the middle of the car and just crashes. It's so yeah. fucking good. Or the, oh, the bit at the end the bit at the end where like they're like, Okay, we're cool, you know, we're you know, getting important, you know, we're informed consent wherever we're going in this house. And, you know, oh, you know, I'm bringing this package in. Good, good. And then it's a pr- it's a prank that he had set up previously where it's just the little person assassin from before. <laughs> and then Prince, fucking stabs him in the throat. Yeah. And then you just have to kill him. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Oh, God, that's uh, so funny. Another really strong episode. Jenny from the block. This <laughs> this one is so funny. It's it's an yeah. episode where Roger fakes fucking snot. Like, that's yeah. such a, I love cool snot so much because he's such a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, like he still has the mustache, but he like now he has his hair in a stupid style too. Yeah, and everyone's impressed with the sex that he had. Oh, God, I, I also that. like the opening with Haley just being like openly fucking. Well, okay, the opening with them as toddlers is a cute joke. I really like Barry and the meta joke, but also, like, Snot just, like, trying and just failing to get Haley to even, like, show any positive emotion yeah. to him. Like, like, he's like, listen, you know, I've been I've been paying attention to your likes and dislikes for the past ten years. He's like, get the fuck away from me. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Which, I mean, in her defense, she is married. Like, it's, yeah, it's, kinda, exactly. it's not going to happen. And but... he's also a kid in high school. Yeah. Like... yeah, but it is funny just, like, how dismissive she is of him, like, from the start. The Stan Martini stuff was, like, a very, like, it was only, it's like, solid. two scenes, but it was good. Yeah. Like, it was, it didn't feel like a waste. Yeah, I feel like the B-plots in this are either, like, transcendent or they're, like, serviceable. This was definitely on the side of serviceable. Yeah. Um, Mm. Yeah. Yeah. How about Homewrecker? I love this one. Oh, this I love is so uh, good. This, yeah, this, this one's cool. The, the escalation of it that has one of my favorite reveals, which involves the holidays at the end. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I love the the bit where fucking Barry intentionally tells Bri- tells Principal Lewis the wrong amount of bullets that just gets him yeah. shot. <laughs> and he does it like it's a, like a like a great omen. Like, ha! They actually only shot seventy six. 
<laughs> uh, when did Rain Man came out? Because I will say that this is one of those things where it's like it does feel the reference feels a bit. Maybe Rain it's like Man just like late enough 90s. to not be dated. I think it, it might have been 80s. late. 80s. Was, yeah, it was, 80s. it was like late 80s. So it was one of those things where it's like I guess it was like retro enough because it had been like 10 years where it's like it's kind of like an ironic fucking reference. But it's one of those things where it's like and I like I I enjoyed it, but like I could easily see someone like being like. All right, come on about it, you know. Yeah. yeah. But the everything with the house is great. The, the the reveal with the holidays is truly one of the funniest jokes that they've done on this show. Um, yeah. Yeah. God, so yeah. good. Uh, flirting with disaster. This one I think starts out extremely strong and then kind of slides down. Like I I love yeah. the opening office parody, but like it doesn't have a ton to go from there. Um, but. That I birdhouse B plot, though. The birdhouse <laughs> B plot has a really, really high moment, uh, and the rest yeah. of it's not terrible. Also, I do I think, think this I, is, I agree this with. Is... Well, uh, let me just. I I just agree with Spencer that it kind of loses steam after I think everyone starts flirting with Francine. I think, but this does have you, you like yeah. the most strong gross out moment of the whole season. Oh God, yeah. And this is not a terrible season for gross out humor, but yeah, it's the just the the shot of her face is like because you you keep thinking like they're not going to show it. They're not. No, of course. Then it it seems like this like the simple joke is that they don't show it and they just kind of let like the viewer. You know, the, the joke is that, like, oh, it's the worst thing you can imagine. But then they actually do a show it. And, and it's like, it oh. is the worst thing you can yeah. imagine. Yeah. It actually is that bad. Yeah. Like, the only thing that would have made it worse would be, like, if they included, like, like real-life scab textures or something on it. Like, it's really, they did a good job making it disgusting. Um, yeah. Final episode, Gorillas in the Mist. Um, this one's all right. Uh, this one's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. I like yeah. I I like the ending when uh when the gorilla is just like like they give the whole the gorilla gives the whole speech in sign language and they have to rely on like the weird like pet Oswald looking guy to like translate for him I think was funny uh like the idea that like the gorilla is the wisest person in the show yeah I, uh, I like that they they fucking call like the like. <laughs> Stan yeah. getting called out on parenting skills by a gorilla is a is an alright concept yeah. but again. Once again, one of the best Roger B plots of all time. Yeah. Like, that went, it was like good. the ending yeah. of just like I also love that like for a second she does not fall for any of her his personas. Yeah, right. It is actually that is really good. When when like regular people don't like fall for his personas, I don't know, I always <laughs> think that's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it I, I think I liked it less than you guys, but it was definitely not terrible. No, I wasn't a huge fan, honestly. I thought uh I thought some of the stuff where like Stan and Steve are buddies was really funny, but like that was the only like clear highlight for me. Yeah. yeah, it was just all right. yeah besides the ending of the the um the, the gorillas. The, yeah. Or or the, 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 the mom getting taken away by <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. is so And him good. faking the black eye as well is <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, no. Um, I mean, solid season. Yeah. I mean, we did yeah, a lightning I, round. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry if this is not the most interesting one to listen to, but I mean, sometimes we just have to have a treat for ourselves, you know? Yeah, that, that's yeah. what these episodes yeah. are. Because, yeah, no, like, again, the show, American Dad's one of my favorite TV shows of all time now. Like, I like I yeah. deeply love this show. It's almost as good as Brickleberry. Yeah, almost. If almost we do Paradise, Paradise PD, PD, yeah, if we do Paradise PD, you're coming on that episode, Ty. We're gonna make you. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Yeah, you you were the one who posted that fucking. Uh, <laughs> we want to give the boys a hard time. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> All right. All right, that's going to be it, folks. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in to this lightning round. Uh, This was a ton of fun. We'll be back next week with a special guest where we're talking about the next season of American Dad. And then after that, we are going back to the Nightmare Zone, and we have another special guest joining us for that. So we got good Uh, things coming up. It's a repeat one, but it's it's a really good one. So Yeah. Yeah. You'll never believe who comes on our show to watch the Cleveland show. Yeah. Bye-bye. Top five people who have watched the Cleveland show. All right, bye.
This is going better than I expected. This is, yeah. this is higher you're, energy. Your shit's holding up good, Andy. Let's pray. Yeah, that your yeah, shit's I, holding I, up. I, it, 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 it's 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 speckling out a little, but I know to shut the fuck up when it happens. So it's it, okay. fortunately it hasn't gotten me any time. It was really bad in the beginning, but it's it's been fine since. Um, okay, that's good. What episodes are we doing again? We're doing. Um, uh, I think did we say bad blood? I don't remember. I don't remember. I think uh, so. All right, we'll just pick it now. I don't have any ones to pick. Yeah, uh, bad blood. Okay. Uh, the Christmas episode, and mm-hmm. I kind of want to touch on a pinata named, or maybe not a pinata named desire. Uh, because let's say let's say fart break hotel, which is the one with the time travel. We can do that. I wanted to talk about yes, you know, and if we can, we do a fourth one because I wanted to talk about sure. either Jen, Jenny from the block or I am the. Wolf. Yeah, I'd be good. I like Jenny from the block. We'll do Jenny from the block then. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, so we'll just do them in. We'll just do them in order. So yep. I guess we're starting with uh, Fart Break Hotel. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh no, that's actually, a, actually uh, no. The shit. first one is for whom the bell tolls. There's so many good episodes though, because I also kind of want to do the Son of Stan one. <laughs> fuck, there's so many. You know what? Do you want to just? How about we just say fuck it and do every episode very quickly, like very like. Uh, yeah. That wouldn't be. That wouldn't be. We could awful. do a lightning round. Yeah, yeah, let's just do lightning, do lightning round because there's no other like like let's just yeah. fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay, we'll do that. 